0: everybody. And thanks for joining us. You know, you're in for a treat when you hear that music, because it's time for another episode of the Rec Poker podcast. This is the forums edition. I'm your host, Jim Reed, Bluff in and the home games. And if you want to find out more about me, uh, you can go to rec.poker slash crew, because uh, it takes a crew of like-minded poker enthusiasts to make things work around here. So we got to thank our sponsors at Website AMP and running Ace's Hotel Racetrack and Casino. And of course I also want to thank these members of the wrecking crew. Chris, why don't you lead us off?
1: Well I'm Chris Jones. You can find me 5B5 on Twitter and 5x5 on PokerStars. And I'm Poker Geek MN, or I'm John Somsky, also known as Poker Geek MN Everywhere.
0: And I'm Keith Brandt and that's Monkey System Everywhere.
2: Uh, i'm kim kilroy i'm fergie 56 on the home games i'm pet vet or pet Vet 33 everywhere else
0: and i'm rob washam and i'm rab man 50 just about everywhere thanks gang i've got the best job in the world so every monday night i get to hang out with uh, recreational poker wizards like these and talk about poker um that's what we do at rec poker we talk about poker we have fun we play in free play money home games and we all get better together so if that sounds like fun uh, all it takes is an email address and a smile. Come and sign up yourself. So, one of the things I love about Rec Poker is pulling out uh, hands from the Rec Poker forums and talking about them here on the air, like we do every week. So, this week we're looking at one from our very own Rob Rabman Fifty Washam, and uh, it's about it's about a hand where he's playing pocket jacks. And uh, Rob, what are the three correct ways to play pocket jacks? Uh, there is no
3: correct way to play pocket jacks there's three ways to play pocket jacks and they're all wrong oh is that it That that's absolutely it so i think that's a that's a standard rule everybody knows it i
0: don't know where you're coming from jim it just always seems to go so well for me i don't know what it is yeah so you were in a so- spot here in uh on uh, america's card room right Yep, I was playing ACR, a tournament at ACR. I had about 54 big
3: blinds. I was in um, middle position. Under the gun player raises to 2.2 2, um, off of a, let's see, what did he have? He had a 74 big blind stack. Um, and it folds around to me, and I raised it to 6.5 big blinds. Uh, it folds the rest of the way and the under the gun player calls. Okay. So we go to a flop and the flop is four deuce five with two spades. Mm. So it's definitely a flop that would hit the big blind, but we're not in that situation. We're, we're heads up, but we're under the gun against an under the gun player. And, um, he did not re-raise me. So. He's kind of capped his range. You know, he doesn't have pocket aces, pocket kings, probably not even ace king. You know, there's a lot of hands that he that we can take out of his range. Um, But he still has a lot of those mid pocket pairs. He's got a lot of Broadway suited Broadway type hands. He's got a lot of ace suited type hands. So um, he still has a lot of that in his range. So I decided uh, that I was probably ahead at this point in time, and I under the on on the flop, I decided to bet um 10.23 big blinds, which is right around two-thirds pot, I think.
0: So at this point, um, so he checks uh he checks the flop. And mm-hmm. yeah, there's about 15 and a half big blinds in the middle, and the flop is five of spades, four of spades, two of clubs. Mm-hmm. So He's probably, is this player, uh, when you three bet, do you think this player is four betting like pocket Queens at that point? Can we take Queens out of his range when he calls?
3: I'm not sure. Um, but
0: you know, Kings and Aces, right?
3: Kings and Aces for sure are, we can take out of his range. I think Queens too. I Just a, just a feeling I have. Mm. This guy has been pretty um, active. Um, I played 82 hand, I played 82 hands with him, and he was a 38, 21, eight.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, that's a pretty good sample size for that. So
3: he's, you know, 40, 40% of the time he's been in almost 40% of the time he's been in the pot and he's, and he raises, and he's been three betting somewhat, not as much as some people, but, um, so relatively aggressive. So I, yeah, yeah. I think he could be definitely, uh, coming over the top with a hand like Queens.
0: So we don't want to, so, and and we've got the Jack of spades. So we're blocking some of those uh, suited Broadway combos that we don't want to see here. Um, But he could have some of the sets, I guess if he's going to call a a three bet out of position with twos, fours and fives, it's a little wide, but
3: that's, that's pretty wide. I think I, I didn't put him on any of the sets. I really okay. didn't put him on any sets. At, you know, five high, high five high flop, and he was under the gun, opening, and then calls a three bet. It's hurry.
0: only one yeah, guy on this panel. Bets. Only one guy on this panel that I know is a mandatory uh, f- pocket fives <laughs> player. But yeah,
2: <laughs> did he have a fold to three bet like at all? Like, does he ever fold um, three bets?
3: I'd have to go. I'd have to go back okay. and look at the stats. I don't. I didn't take a note of that. I hope you
1: make those assumptions against me, Rob. <laughs>
3: well no, see so you're a totally
1: different
0: player. Right?
3: <laughs> so no, then you make assumptions versus that
0: specific player. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So then if we're saying he can't have Queens plus and he can't have fives negative, fives minus.
2: I think he can. I think he can okay.
3: have Well, all He pairs. could. He sure. could, but I just didn't, I didn't feel that he did. I just, you know, I just
0: So then he's got some
3: time. I wasn't considering it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So then he's got some suited aces that are Mm -hmm. combo draws now. Right. Um, He's got some flush draws with an ace. He's got some
2: other suited broadways. Probably. Yep. Yep. We've got the
0: Jack, but he could definitely have King queen or King Jack or uh, queen 10 10. or ace. Queen 10. 10. Yeah, exactly. A lot of those ones. Um, And that seems that's probably the bulk of his, range that continues if we've described it right i mean i guess he could check he could check call with like sixes through tens too i guess he might not be folding um just check folding in a three bet pot even
3: yeah if you Um, look at if you look at some of the ranges you know that whether you're going to poker coaching or range trainer pro or whatever um you're looking at a call a call three bet range yeah, you just said what it was. That basically is what it is. It's those pairs. It's those suited aces and those suited broadways.
2: Right. So yeah. I have him. I have it in, in Odin and I have him like uh, like the suited aces, but not very Please. many of them. Like mm-hmm. ace 10 suited and up. I have him uh, for betting the ace kings, kings, queens, most of the jacks. And some of the aces, but flatting aces sometimes to protect his flatting range. Mm -hmm. So, and then the pair is five and up. That's it.
0: So we are, we're, we are really ahead of, of almost that entire, almost every hand in that range. So we're not, you know, when you count that their flush draws and stuff have a lot of equity and some of their combo draws, we might not be Mm -hmm. jumping for joy equity wise against the, that part of their range, but um, it's hard for us to be, if, if, if you told us that they were never going to deal a turn or a river, I would tell you that we were 100, like a hundred, like ahead here, almost a hundred percent of the time. Um, yep. So Rob, was this guy limping? No, he wasn't limping.
3: Okay. No, he was never limping. He was definitely, uh, um, to me, when somebody is in a tournament like this and they never limp in an ACR tournament, and this was a small tournament, probably a $3 tournament or something. If they're never limping, they, I feel that they're a little more studied than a Mm -hmm. lot of the people that you see that Mm -hmm. just come in and limp all kinds of garbage. Mm -hmm. So I felt that his range was, um, was exactly what Kim said. Mm -hmm.
2: Wait till I tell you what Odin wants you to do.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, we'll get. I let's get there. Yeah. <laughs> so, so okay, he, he checks. I bet he calls. Uh, he checks. I bet he calls.
2: No, no. It's just talk go, about your bet on the flop.
3: I bet two thirds pot.
2: Okay. Let me just tell you what they want you to do, and this that is, is overbet shove seventy six percent of the time with jacks.
0: Wow. Wow. Does it matter if you have the Jack of Spades or not? Uh, yes, can...
2: Jack of Spades is more often. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I had yeah. the Jack of Spades. So, well, Jack
2: of Spades, oh, Jack of Clubs, exactly, which blocks a bunch of flush draws. They want you to do it more often.
3: Focus uh, clubs is the back of
2: Clubs. 76% of the time. Yeah. But it's 74, 76. It's not like, it's not huge. <laughs> but it... they just want an overbet 200 and something percent of the pot shove.
0: Seven, I kind of love that, honestly, because just like we were talking about, we're definitely ahead of almost every hand in their range right now, but we don't want to see any more cards and we want to yeah. give them. And like, even with your two thirds pot bet size there, they're not really getting the right odds to continue to the next street. Cause you're going to follow up on the next street. So maybe by the rule of four, they're getting the right odds to come along. Although even out of position, I'm not sure that's true, but um
2: and if you don't sh- do that, they want you to make a small one third pot size bet.
0: Mm. Because mm-hmm. you're going to be doing that with a bunch of the other parts of right. the range. Interesting. Right. Interesting.
3: So that's really interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I was going to say because I really like I um, I really like the the big bet. I think you're on the right track here in this spot. Um, I was thinking pot size, but that's really interesting. Odin goes like that is not. A gear I have in my game, where I, where I, <laughs> but but I think I need to, and I think it's yeah. it's it's a really interesting uh, when we're in these spots where where we've got almost assuredly the best hand, but pretty much there are like so many death cards that are about to <laughs> to come. Like there's not other than a jack. This is just a, a, like it's going to be a miserable turn experience. Um, I I, I mm. like it.
2: Right. Plus, Odin wants them to call when they have uh, a lot of the time when they have tens, nines, and eights. Wow. And yeah.
0: sevens. Just because this particular board, it's like hard to have a value range on. Well,
1: yeah. sixes are probably better. Sixes and sevens are maybe even better than eights and nines. Yeah, right. good point. They want them
2: to call all the time with all the sixes and sevens they got there with, and most of the time with the eights, nines, and tens.
0: Now, I so should point out
2: when we do that,
0: we can, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I should point out to our listeners that, uh, you know, Odin and programs like that assume that everyone at the table is playing in a GTO way so that they're responding with the correct ranges and frequencies. That might not be the case. I, it's not the case in the well, games that we're we, playing in, but
2: when we overbet shove there, I think we can get called by tens and nines mm-hmm. like a lot of the time. Oh, yeah. Right.
0: Yeah, because they're looking at yeah. an over par, an over card to the board with over an pairs. Pair, and we, over what pair do we have? Board.
2: We have ace king of club and spades, yeah. or we have like
0: <laughs> right, ace so, king, ace queen of
3: spades, and then we're yeah. just jamming over the top with our nut flush draw. Why
0: but they not? shouldn't want. They shouldn't be fist pumping at that idea either. They don't want to get it in against two overs with a flush draw. Of you know, so uh, that's an interesting question. So Kim, when we're shoving our pocket jacks here, our black jacks uh mm-hmm. What other hands are we also making that big over shove with other than those right, strong let pairs? Let me
2: just tell you then. Because it wouldn't surprise it with, me if the ace is involved in some time. of the times with ace king.
0: Yep. With I don't ace know which ace I'd have oh, to okay. click,
2: click on it. I can click on it. So ace king suited, we're doing it with ace king of hearts and ace king of diamonds, all the non flush draws. The non
0: flush draws. Mm hmm. Poker is so weird, guys. Why is Poker? And then with the
2: Queen Pocket Queens, we're also doing it with uh with with Queen of Hearts, Queen of Diamonds, we're doing it almost a hundred percent of the time. Hmm. And when the other queens are variable, but um when we have the queen of clubs, we're doing it about half the time. And when we have the queen of uh spades, we're doing it about a quarter of the time. Interesting. So Hmm.
0: So and then a, jacks, we
2: do it more because queens don't need as much protection as jacks, right? <clears throat> right, and we're never doing it with aces and kings,
0: because mm-hmm. we can we can win without um, right. having to.
2: And occasionally we do it with ace seven suited, and occasionally with ace jack and ace ten offsuit. But I guess that's dependent on on
0: on suits there and the a7 suited is that the uh the spades is that the that's the flush draw uh, suit that we're choosing to here. get
2: yeah a7 spades yeah.
0: yeah 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 so that's i mean that's a tough range to play against if you're that other player right if you're making huge over bets with a mix of uh strong pocket pairs and uh nut flush draws and that kind of thing mm-hmm. so it's saying that to jam
3: um so it's actually you know i've got what do I have in my stack at that point in time? I've got yep. 47 big blinds. So it's three three ty- X pot really is what I'm jamming. Yeah.
2: It's more, you started the hand with 53, I think. So.
0: Yep. yeah, so like yeah. I put in. Yeah. Six, six and change. So yeah. So three. I got 45, three. 45, 45 yeah. big
3: blinds yeah. at least. Yeah. So yeah. that'd be three X pot. 3X also,
2: pot. The pot's, I have the pot down as 20 big blinds.
3: Oh, it looks so like it was 15, 15.5 big
0: lines. Yeah, 15. 5. Going well, into the yeah, plot.
2: That's the other thing. Your three bet wasn't big enough.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. Let's
2: just go back yes. to that because yeah. it wasn't no, I, it was yeah. really that's, small.
3: And that's true. really
2: small, you don't want to do that with jacks. You want a nice big hefty one with jacks.
3: Yep. That's very true.
2: Like at least 7.5.
3: Yep. I was just clicking buttons. And that's that is. Most of the reaction that I got on the forums from people that responded, that was their exact thing that they said. It should have been at least seven and a half big blinds. Hmm.
2: Right. And you would agree with that, too, right, Rob? Oh, Looking
3: I I totally agree yeah. with that. I was just clicking buttons at the time, you know, and I got up to about six and a half. Oh, that's big enough. And I, I just went, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, I wasn't really um, considering the whole thing because most of the time when I had three bet, people were folding. Right, so it didn't matter what I three bet; people were just folding. So I wasn't using the optimal bet size when I was three betting. under the gun range.
2: Buttons. Under the gun range makes their range tighter, so you have yep. to three bet a little more there. I think.
3: Yep. Oh, I agree. I agree a hundred percent. After reviewing it, it's just a slam dunk. Mm-hmm. I should have went to seven and a half or eight.
0: Yeah, I I like the uh, and it was a pretty small open, so you know seven, seven and a half, something like that. I think this that's all in the right um, territory, Um, and we have enough chips in people's stacks that we we don't need to size all the way down. Um,
3: Right, and I still would have had a a fifteen. It would have been, you know, maybe seventeen big blinds now. Right. If I went to seven and a half, so we'd have seventeen big blinds, and I still had three times three x pot. Yeah. regardless of what my bet size yep, was, yep. if we got here, I'd still have, it'd be three X pot that I'd be jamming
0: mm-hmm. with, which I, you know, it makes my brain hurt. I, I <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, it's hard to think about a range of hands. You're going to be jamming with there, right? Like in, in real time. Right. And then choosing the other hands to use in the smaller bet size.
1: And I think one of the things about this too, to, to really, to really like think about this so that you're not just being like oh when i have pocket jacks and it's an overpair and i'm in this spot i'm in a jam like i think odin is taking this because of the 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 exact nature of this board right like it's a flush draw board but they're all really low cards it's very unlikely that our opponent really spiked this very much like if this is the same situation but it's uh uh what what's a a five six eight or something like that or six seven nine with the same you know like with a two spades uh i don't think we're doing this as much if we still have the overcard factor but but i think our opponent's potential can hit that a lot hot in a much bigger yeah i think
3: because we're talking about an under the gun range as opposed to a big blind range
0: right right Right. Yep. That makes sense.
2: All right. Let's go to the turn. (laughs) (laughs) So,
3: yeah. So, So the the turn was a beautiful card for (laughs) somebody, not me. (laughs) (laughs) It it was a three of clubs. (laughs) The straight and
1: the flush. Yeah, I think that was the, the only No, worst no, no it's card. The, it's
0: the second yeah. backdoor. Yes, yeah, yeah. second right. flush draw. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Only the three of spades is, is the only worst card. in the Yes, of of you, right? yeah. exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: So, so the three of clubs comes with so a flop is now uh, 5 4 3 two, uh, with two spades and uh, two clubs. And our best case scenario earlier was that we were up against a kind of flush draw and likely one that had an ace in it. Um, And all those have now improved to straights. So we're not loving life um, when we see that card. Yeah. I was not very happy. (laughs) Now we're going to have a lot of aces in our three betting range too, of course. Um, Right. But we didn't bring any with us today for this hand. Unfortunately, we're stuck with these two jacks.
3: Let's talk about it. Let's say, let's say we had ace King Mm -hmm. and we make this three bet and we have the ace of spades or clubs. It doesn't matter. Yep. Um, What do we do on the turn? Now on this turn, I (laughs) I I checked. Yep. He checked to me and I checked back. So So, now if I had Ace King, do I check back there?
0: hmm. No. Mm hmm That's a good question.
2: Let's talk about what you're supposed to do with jacks first. You're supposed to bet small, 10% of the pot, like three or four big blinds.
0: Just giving them a chance, giving them a chance to fold. Okay.
2: Just saying I have the ace here you know buddy if you have pocket sixes you can raise me but otherwise like <laughs> you know like a, you're oh, just wait. supposed to bet s- small
0: and and how much of our range takes that action according
2: uh, to a lot a seven suited king eight suited though some of the cards that we're still in here with when played this way like yeah. I, I redid it to be played rob's way with the smaller bet and then the call and then this turn. So some of our queens, some of our kings check. Some of our kings bet small. Some of them checks. Most of our aces bet small like this. And then like a couple of them check. But our ace kings, our ace kings, ace king of hearts wants to bet a lot, like the pot.
0: Mm-hmm. So we still might. have those two sizes you all to
2: deny in equity king.
3: to those those flesh draws. So, ace
2: sense. king of hearts and ace king of diamonds, they want you just all in. Like
0: right. Most yep. right. of yep. the
2: time. Right.
0: And then you'd think that would be true for the other aces in that case because you're not actually really playing ace king at that point. Like, even well, if a king comes, it's not going to make any difference on the. It doesn't
2: or... really have us here with any of the other aces. Except oh, right. Ace that seven. makes
0: sense. That makes sense. Okay. Okay. Um, cool.
2: So, our so, offsuit okay. kings, they like it done when we have the king looks like they like it when it's the ace well, that's all over the map but
1: <laughs> it's
2: all over
0: yeah the that's map. the thing about solvers is it tells you what it would do but it doesn't tell you why um so it is it can be a little tricky to analyze that's why so i like, green like, like when
2: we games. have the king of clubs and when we have the ace of clubs but not the ace of clubs king of spades so all the other ones it's very yeah.
1: amusing
0: yeah chris what's that sound <laughs> to you Oh,
1: I was—I was just curious about the other aces. So we—we we don't have any wheel aces here. We don't have like ace five. We have no. Okay. We
2: we should never arrive to this point with any wheel aces. Correct.
0: Now we might have three bet them pre flop, but we would have played the flop differently. We, Is that what we're saying?
2: We would have played this differently. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. So there are some really great All responses. Right, so yeah. Sorry, Rob, take it, baby. <coughs>
3: Yeah, it goes check, check. And most of the responses I got, everybody agreed that I should be checking back this with Jacks. Now, nobody's running solvers on it necessarily. This is just um, everybody's so
2: opinion bet small as to how bet, it was though, played. A small bet is very close to doing a check, but it's not a check. Right. Right?
0: Yeah, right. And I think, and Rob made this great point just a few minutes ago about how if we're never checking when we have the ACE, then that does make a good argument for making that small bet a size that we apply to a lot more of our range with other value hands like this, because we don't want to make a big bet with pocket jacks. um, But we still, we still don't want to tell them that we don't have an ace, Um, which, which I can tell you're worried you kind of do here when you check back. Well, That's
3: at at the beginning of the post, I mentioned that I screwed up on the turn Mm -hmm. and I think that's why I screwed That's why I felt I screwed up on the turn because I broadcast to him. Yeah. I said, Hey, look, I don't have an ace.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, one thing that I always think about here is, is this a player that's going to bluff raise me? Because I don't mind betting jacks and folding to a raise. If I know that they're doing it with an ace, um, because that's just, I feel like I can lose the minimum that way, to be honest with you sometimes. So when you get, when you get notes on players that they don't bluff raise, Then they're a great candidate for like a small thin value bet here, and just planning to fold to a raise. But with the double suited um, board, I feel like many players are going to find some draws or uh, non locked up ace hands to get me off here when I make those small bets. How do you guys handle that in real time? Is it just uh, is that why we just have that smaller sizing here so that we can do this and and fold comfortably. I don't mind getting bluffed every once in a while too. I just don't like, like putting myself.
2: What are they going to raise with here when we bet? When we bet the flop and then bet the turn, what are they raising with?
0: On As a bluff, round-out? it would, it would have to be like two spades that don't have the ACE. That's the only thing I can think of that is a val like, you know, a semi bluff here.
1: Yeah. Or clubs maybe. I right. Mean, they're kind of the same at this point, but yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but but you know, not the best one, Um, or else you'd have the straight.
1: Right, and we're still of ahead
2: weird. of those.
0: Yeah, good point.
1: So this is the the interesting thing about this. I, I, I like I like the bet, and I don't like the bet that that Odin's recommend. Like, I'm I'm trying to think about this. Like, I, I always think about betting as well. Like, don't forget it... that.
2: Yeah, don't forget that Odin <laughs> didn't want us to make that bet on the flop.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. So
2: we got we got to the turn with a slightly
1: different uh, Well, I'm just, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm just trying to figure it out or think about it. Cause like when we make a bet, we want to have a target, right? We want to understand yes. what are we trying to accomplish? Are we trying to fold out a better hand? Or are we trying to get a worse hand to call us? And I guess to me, when we bet on this turn, we are trying to get a worse hand to, are we trying to, we're not, tr- I mean, there's no way a flush draw is folding to that small amount, right? Right. So, are we trying? Are are we? Seems like we're targeting the sixes through tens that we actually want to keep in. That's where I'm struggling with this. Like, what are we trying to accomplish?
2: So we're 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 betting our kings and our aces here, right? With the Uh same with the same amount, right? And Mm the king
3: x and and ace x, you mean?
2: Yeah, and like king queen offsuit, like so. They so want you to pre- do it with king queen offsuit when you're here as well with the, with the queen of spades in your hand. Um, So, I mean, there's a bunch of hands that are bluffs that we can also right. be doing it with and some value hands.
1: Okay. So we're protecting our bluffs basically. I guess we're betting small to protect right. our ability yeah. to bluff at this more.
2: Like, yeah, the, really the, almost the only thing they want us to overbet with when we've, made like we're not supposed to have very many jacks in our range at this point right we're supposed to is our ace kings they're the only ones that we're sort of betting bigger with yeah so because
3: they've already made a straight
2: they've already made a straight plus they have uh like especially our suited ones they want us to be really betting small with our Ace King of Spades and our Ace King of Clubs. value. With our bets. Red Aces. Yeah. Red Aces.
3: And ace they want kings.
2: us to bet big with our other Aces.
0: To deny equity for right. the flush draws. Right. Even though it's still a value bet. That's very interesting. So the the ones where we're blocking, <clears throat> um, it's a value bet. and uh, But we choose a different sizing. I think that's very cool.
2: Because you can get called by, Mm
0: -hmm. when you
2: do that small sizing with the ace, king of spades, you can get called by a lower flush draw,
0: Mm -hmm.
2: right? And and if the flush comes in on the river, you can get all the money in and you're going to get their entire (laughs) stack.
0: And that is how to, you know. Again, it doesn't matter that much uh, in in tournament poker where the stacks get shallow pretty quickly. But in cash games, you know, flush over flushing somebody can be a huge uh, boost to your to your win rate, um, and it's something that you can control in a way that you can't in you know, like a set over set kind of a circumstance. So, um, having that top flush is a very valuable spot.
2: Interesting, is,
0: yeah. So, we, well, we're not even we there checked, yet. So we checked and
3: we checked back. We check back, and then the river comes. Another wonderful card, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the two of spades. Oh which, God! Which puts the the original straight or original flush on the board. Yep. And paired the board. So <laughs> if this guy was sitting there with pocket fives. He now has a full house. <laughs> um. So he's got. There's a straight. There's a full house. There's a flush, out there. So he turns around and donk bet. Well, not a donk bet because we checked the turn, but he led out on the, on the river for a little over half pot 19 Mm -hmm. uh, big, big blinds. So you, if you think about this now we can talk about what Odin's going to do or whatever, but in, in game, what bluffs am I beating Mm. right now? Mm Mm-hmm. Is there is there any because everything yeah. got there, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Every spade combo got there. Uh, yep. The the aces have the straight. Yep. Yeah, you're you're. Is he turning exactly pocket sevens? <laughs> Yeah, through nines into a, that, yeah. into a
1: that's basically it, right? Pocket sevens through <laughs> tens. Somebody's <laughs> yeah. turning that into a bluff,
0: Hats but I,
1: that's a pretty rare player. I'm this is a trivial fold for me. I'm just at this point, like, I think there are earlier streets where we could have played this differently, but like, this is just an easy snap fold.
0: Yeah, what's everyone else thinking when uh, when you see this this nightmare card and then the uh, and then the lead?
2: Just so you know, he's supposed to do this with his pocket nines.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, 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 that's the thing, like, yeah, right, I know, but that takes, that is a rare, like, Odin may do
0: that, but I don't yeah. think a, a, a $6. It's only,
2: only when you have the nine of spades in your hand. Yeah,
1: that's not happening on <laughs> no, you, a you $6 need to... tournament
0: you need to be able to visualize your entire range and your opponent's entire range and this board texture to then decide, Oh yeah. Pocket nines is a really good bluff candidate. Actually here. I can get them to full pocket jacks. <laughs> Jack face. And uh, <laughs> Did you say this was a $3 tournament on yeah. ACR? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. I, would, I, would I don't bet think my they're house following.
0: And this is something we talk about from time to time behind the scenes too, is that, you know, we're not, we're not, we're recreational poker players. The players that we're playing against are taking like Odin lines against us. Um, so it's good for us to think about what is the GTO play so that we know in which direction to deviate. But I think, you know, the real art for us is figuring out which errors are these players making and how to capitalize on those most rather than assuming that they're <laughs> finding pocket nines. It's a trivial that fold
2: here. Right, it's an easy that, fold yep. here, but I mean, it'd be interesting if we hadn't made that small bet on the turn. Mm. What might have happened, right? Yep. yep, right. Yeah.
3: Well, if I'd made the small bet on the turn um, and, and, got called,
2: raised, and, got and got raised, and got raised,
3: it's easy to fold.
2: Yeah. Right.
0: If, and if you call, if he just
3: calls, and we go to the, we go to the river, and he does, and he donks into me now.
0: It's, it's also a still an
3: easy fold, an, yep. an easy fold. Mm-hmm.
0: but I guess well, one, you're one difference is to more. that's it. Yep. yep. Chris said yep. it. Cause you're not opening. You're not weakening your own perceived range there. Um, by so yeah. Back. Cause
3: I've left the straight in my range by betting on the turn. Mm-hmm. So again, I, at the beginning I talked about, I thought my mistake was on the turn. Mm-hmm. Now, as as we're finding out, there's probably a couple other mistakes I should have made. <laughs> My three bets should have been bigger. I should have bet maybe, you know, I think one of the bets that I think that I'm starting to work on is that pot size or one and a quarter pot size bet. Mm. And maybe that's the type of bet that we could have done on the on the flop.
2: Mm-hmm. I just want to work on that two times pot size bet. Like, yeah. That's just... That's just <laughs> It's just not yeah. in my, it's not in my know. arsenal right now. I, don't <laughs> I really
1: know either. that I think is really interesting. And I, I will say, I just did this on range trainer pro, which doesn't do as many sizings as Odin. Um, they don't do a 10%, you know, it's like a, they do kind of like a, a small bet and a big bet and a check, basically are the options they give it. Um, and in that case, the jacks become a check on the turn. Mm. So like, but I, that, and that's, that's good to think about like, because I don't, I don't often make 10% uh, right. bets. And so I need to, but that, that there are cases where we might want to work those into our game a little and think about the spots as well as the 2X ones. Like both of these are interesting uh, uses of both of those sizing differences.
0: And it wouldn't surprise me if those sizing differences, uh, if those sizing options accompanied each other from flop texture to flop texture, because it's going to be boards like this where you get those big overbets, not exclusively, but it's gonna be those boards where you can have a mix of really nutted hands and then really strong equity hands with poor showdown value. And those are gonna be what what make these big overbets. And so uh, it makes sense to have a smaller sizing for other parts of your range there. Keith, yes. you have something? Yeah. Yeah. Which database did you use, Chris, in range trainer pro?
1: The post flop, I did the 60 big blind three bet. Uh, I had to do, because it's not the exact situation, I had to do the cutoff versus EP. Because it's, I mean, this was like hijack versus EP. So. Yeah. Uh, That's
2: a
3: close enough approximation, I guess. Yeah. I was trying to figure out which one to use, but they didn't zero right in on it.
0: Yeah. And that's poker, isn't it? I mean, you're never going to find exactly the spot. Um, but we can kind of learn some general rules from stuff like this and apply that to our game uh, going forward. So, all in all, I think you probably, if if they told you, Rob, what the runout was going to be, um, if you could tell them that you're only going to put one bet in on the flop, uh, I think we'd say congratulations. You probably lost the minimum given how bad that uh, board was going to be. I think,
3: I think that's what Eric Anderson ended up saying in, in, in his response. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. he played it for max EVs. So. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so basically I
0: I didn't lose as much as I could have.
3: Yeah, that's yeah. it. Well,
0: we got some great comments in here. Eric Anderson is such a fun character. He's, he's a great member here um, and he's very often posting in the forums. But we also heard from Sir Gasleak, who uh, our, our listeners have probably uh, heard as well uh taylor moss and misclick donkey tim fritz also putting some great comments in there so thanks to all of them and any other thoughts uh, on this subject gang before we yeah
2: the one thing i wanted to say was like he only makes a 50 percent pot bet on the river and i just it's just a very sort of confusing uh -hmm. sizing right unless he's just clicking buttons as well
3: Mm mm-hmm well, it's, it's not exactly, see, it's, it's not, not polarizing, exactly half.
2: but It's, it's not, not exactly it's not, half.
3: He, he didn't click the half part. He didn't button, click half I'm part. Saying. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But
2: it's not, it's not really polarizing one way or the other. So is he doing this with pocket sevens, pocket eights, pocket nines, pocket tens as well?
0: I don't I mean, know. Like he, like he could. He could because
2: Rob showed weakness on the turn.
3: Like I was going to say, I have this little, Tab on the bottom of my hand <laughs> that says they always have it. <laughs> so when they're betting the river, they always have it at these low stakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I so read you are
1: better off just folding. I read this as a flush because they're scared of the paired board. They're not going to polarize themselves, mm-hmm. um, but they're they want to get value from the 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 straights if you've got them, or like jacks if you're going to call.
2: So they're the, going to fold to a shove. So should have shoved.
1: They, could, mm-hmm. they could, they could, they could could actually fold to a shove.
0: Now that's a good point. So that's one thing we haven't talked about, even though they are not bluffing here and we're saying this player type on this run out with this action, we didn't find a lot of bluffs for them. So maybe they could have some unnatural bluffs. They just choose, I'm going to bluff this guy right here, whatever. Um, but even if they don't feel like they're bluffing, that doesn't mean that they don't have hands in their betting range that they will fold to a raise. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we, so if we I told them. I should have bluffed. Maybe you could have bluffed. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> maybe you could have bluffed uh, here um, um, and gotten to I, fold a low flush or something with that pot. I have a hard time turning jacks into a bluff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And And honestly, I just don't think this player that we're describing here is a good target for that play right. um, for the same yeah. reason that Chris talked about. They're not just they're, just, they're not really thinking about the board texture and the sizing and the, the hand strength.
2: So, so Rob, when you're turning your jacks into a bluff, <laughs> make it at least three times the race.
0: <laughs> I have I, learned that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I don't think we're going to top that That's what we call a come a callback here in the comedy industry. Uh, so I'd like to thank uh, Rob. Thanks for sharing that great post with us today. Uh, Uh, Keith, John, Kim, and Chris, Website Amp, and Running Aces Hotel, Racetrack, and Casino, and you, the listeners, thank you so much.